Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Opposing the Matrix coming at you on a Tuesday evening at 8.58 p.m. on the Pacific Coast on 11-24-2020. My apologies. We were supposed to be on last night. Um, A series of uh, events happened that didn't make that possible. First off, off, uh, Eric wrote and said he wasn't feeling well. And with this COVID thing going around, the last thing you want to do is sit on the radio. Trust me, um, I, I, I've i done it, and it's not fun. Um, and I wasn't feeling very good either. I had worked uh, around the house all day, trying trying to work anyway. I'm trying to build up my stamina, and it just totally wore me out. I had a headache the size of Texas, uh, and not just... Um, on a flat plane, a three-dimensional Texas. Um, so I didn't feel like I could go on the air with something like that. Um, you know, when you got a headache, sometimes you voice things that you don't want to voice. And uh, the way things are going with this political scene, this election and everything else that's going on around um, our country and around the world, the last thing you want to do is have an opinion or say something that may uh, – May jeopardize your uh, your radio listenership and, and things like that. So sometimes it's just wiser to stay off. And I wrote to Brian and told him. And and uh, to be quite honest, he was tired because he'd had a very busy week at work. And um, so he kind of welcomed the rest. But uh, you guys shouldn't have to suffer because we're sick and and things like that. But um, you know, suffer I mean not have a radio show. But um, it's just the way it happened last night. And um, I think in Spanish, in proper Spanish, the uh, the phrase is S-O-C-K-S, uh, which spells out socks, and that's the only way I can remember that. But it basically means it is what it is. And uh, so, uh, anyway, maybe it was supposed to happen that way because um, certain things have come out today that, uh, and maybe you've heard about them already, and maybe um, you're saying, oh, well, this is, I've heard about this already. I'm going to shut this show off and go to bed, and I don't blame you. I really don't, but um, I'm usually I usually keep up on things really well. And um, if this is kind of new to me, it may be new to you. Um, so uh, this all started uh, well. It started with uh, something that I was sent uh, or that I saw on uh, Parlor, and uh, and then it was precipitated by uh, a cousin of mine that I have, and uh, she is. Um, Interesting to say the least, um, and doesn't really hold uh, our views where it comes to uh, uh, the plan and uh, QAnon and everything. She thinks it's a conspiracy uh, sent by the devil to throw us off and get us off a track from following God like we're supposed to be doing and. And I was like thinking to myself, wow, if we all had, if the, if the founding fathers would have had that kind of attitude back in the 1770s and even earlier than that, um, uh, you know, the, the, the common Christian consensus is that, you know, God puts people in power, which he does. Yahweh puts in people in power. He installs people in, into high offices, but sometimes those people um, become rogue. And they don't do what they're supposed to do, and, and they have to be removed. Um, and sometimes it's the agency of people like me and you to remove them. Uh, sometimes it's the agency of lawyers and, and things to remove them. And hopefully the second scenario is what's going to do it this time. But um, 
anyway, it, it, there is no reason at this very moment to have a hot head about it. Uh, it may it may turn into that later, and, and uh, part of this show or most of it is is going to deal with um, the civil war that we're currently involved in. We've been involved in it for the last four years, whether you have really realized it or not. Um, the minute Trump was elected into office, uh, the all the creatures and the slimy things and all the pond scum and in the in the swamp started to react in a negative way and started going after him. And uh, thus began the uh, the uh, the hot part of the Civil War. We've been at a Civil War for, geez, as long as I've been alive. You know, um, civil meaning social. Uh, you know, abortion versus non-abortion, uh, free speech versus, you know, how far do you go when it comes to free speech? What is free speech for freedom of, of expression? You know, I don't think... Uh, a uh, crucifix, and I'm not a crucifix person. I'm a I'm a Christian. I'm not a Catholic. Actually, I'm a, a Jewish believer. But uh, I, you know, in all defense, I don't think that uh, a crucifix in a jar filled with urine is an expression of uh, free speech. I uh, think it's an expression of depravity and sickness, mental illness, but definitely not free speech. Um, so. Uh, Anyway, this is all, you know, you probably, I don't even turn on the news anymore. I, I mean, I turn on once in the morning and once at night and the rest of the day, I, you know, I, I'll admit that I, I check out Parlor several times a day to see what's on there because a lot of interesting stuff. Matter of fact, what we're going to be talking about tonight was on Parlor and it was posted by a QAnon, which my cousin would definitely not like. Um. But anyway, and then the best part about it is she's like my third cousin, so you'd never figure out who she is. So anyway, um, she might even be more than a third. I, I can't, I don't know. I'm not very astute at that anymore. I used to be very astute at it, but not anymore. Um, anyway, so between the news I got on Parlor and her ranting about, you know, how Trump is could be the Antichrist and, and everything else, I... You know, I was like, okay, well, I'm doing a radio show tonight because I have to get this cracking thing off my mind. Now, what what am I talking about? Um, the other day, Sidney Powell. Oh, let, let me go in and explain something right away, okay? Um, you might have seen a couple of weeks ago, maybe even sooner than that. I um, mean, later than that. Um, there's a woman named Sidney Powell, and she was the uh, defense attorney for Michael Flynn, General Michael Flynn, and uh, is a darn good lawyer. Found out the other day that she has actually has military credentials, so if anything goes down and we start tribunals down in Guantanamo Bay, um, she's a prosecutor. And uh, the more that she knows about this stuff, the uh, the better. You know, she's having this stuff given to her on a silver platter. And she'll be able to use it in military military tribunals when they start. I'm not going to say if they start, but when they start. Because the left has pushed things a little too far. You know, when I hear that monstrosity, Whoopi Goldberg, who has done nothing but defame Trump for the last, every day of her show, for the last four years, telling us that we need to start acting civilly 
and to accept things and to all work together. I'm sorry. <laughs> that ain't going to happen. Um, this is a woman that has said several times that if presidents got elected, she was moving to Canada. I guess they don't pay as well in Canada as they do here. And maybe she can't have the freedom of speech she'd have here that she would have from Canada. I don't know. Um, but anyway, it's, it's all hollow threats. And, um, anyway, um, so Sidney Powell, it came out this week, uh, Giuliani came on and said, Hey, listen, uh, Sidney Powell is not part of the prosecution team here. And, um, normally, you know, I, when I first heard that, my heart just sank because the woman is amazing. Um, she is so very articulate, has her facts straight. She doesn't argue BS. She just argues the truth um, and against lies. And when he said that, it kind of, you know, hit me. And I, and I thought, what's going on? Well, it was explained later that Giuliani and his team are trying to prove voter fraud. Okay. And they're trying to prove it so that they can take it to court. Um, and when you go to court, you don't say that you have all the facts. That's for a judge to decide and a jury to decide. Yes, you have facts, but you present them. So her one thing is that she's, I have all the facts. I can send everybody away. Well, you don't send anybody away when you're a lawyer in court or a prosecutor. You present the evidence and the court sends them away. So anyway, she's in a way, she's a little bit of a loose cannon. Uh, a very nice loose cannon, though, and one that will ultimately be very instrumental in getting things changed around the way they should to the way they should be uh, this whole election thing. But anyway, um, but so they're trying to introduce voter fraud um, with the evidence that they have. Um, she says she's got evidence, but I don't know if it's they're, they're able to use it. And so they're trying to use a tactic. And, and here's what I think they're trying to do. Okay, I think that Rudy Giuliani and his team are presenting things to courts and they're losing and they're doing it on purpose. Okay, when you lose in a lower court, you can appeal to a higher court. Okay, so let's just say that. uh, Oh, let's just, you know, this is going to sound ridiculous, but, you know, it's just a way to prove it. Uh, let's just say that, you know, you've been parking in front of my driveway every day and and I bring a charge against you and nothing gets done about it. It gets thrown out of court. Eh, maybe, that's, maybe that's not good because that's not really not a criminal. That's a civil case. Um, let's uh, let's say, for instance, you uh, you came at me with a knife and you attacked me. Swearing that you were going to kill me, but when we got to court, you said it was, you know, oh, I was, I didn't mean it, you know, it was, it, you know, it was all a mistake, you know, I was just hot at that time and stuff, and so I guess to run out of court. Well, you know darn well that this guy's had it out against you, and he wants you dead, and he's probably going to try again, as a matter of fact, if he's not thrown in jail um, or in prison. So anyway, I guess to run out of that court. So you appeal to a higher court and you say, no, this court was wrong when they made this decision. This guy is really out to get me. He said this. I've got, you know, other people have heard it and everything else. And, and maybe a lot of these judges that they're bringing these things to are Obama appointees. 
and they're going to throw anything out, right? So you go to the lower courts and you get things thrown out. Then you go to a higher court and some valid points might be argued in, in your favor, but not everything. So in essence, you, you've won a little but lost a lot and technically your case is thrown out. So then you go to a, a state supreme court and we know that a lot of the state supreme courts we're, we're finding out anyway are, are jaded. And uh, especially with this election thing, and they're throwing things out. So once a state supreme court throws something out, then you go to uh, you can go to the United States Supreme Court, who has a. Uh, there are a lot of conservative judges, let's put it that way. So you bring it to the United States Supreme Court, and the court says, "Well, here's the deal." We could find in favor of Mr. Trump. It would be very easy to do. But if we find in favor of President Trump, there's going to be civil unrest in this country, and we don't want to be responsible for that. Now, this is what they're talking about in their chambers in private. Okay. So, you know, they meet, and they're, they're talking in private, and they, said, they say it's better that it goes to the Congress. And what Congress does is um, – they have each state convene and each state sends one representative uh, to a courtroom or, or to, the, to the House of Representatives, I guess. Well, the thing is, now I've heard 27 yesterday, but I've heard 35 in the past. Uh, th- those numbers being that legislatures in the states that are run or um, that are conservative. OK, in other words, um, I think it's Pennsylvania has a a Democratic governor, but a very conservative Republican um, legislature. Okay. And it's good that it works that way. It really is. Um, Because when all three houses are, are, uh, you know, are are for one side, basically what you have is a monarchy. Um, So anyway, so you lose on purpose. So it goes to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court says, well, you know, we'd like to find in your favor. Maybe they will. Who knows? Uh, but it says, well, we'd rather kick it over to the to the House of Representatives. Well, you know, right away the liberals start, you know. Uh, you ever see somebody uh, – I've seen drug addicts when they, when they find out that they're going to get their stash, they're going to – you know, they have the money and they're going to get their drugs. They wave their hands together kind of like Frodo did in um, – I can't remember what Frodo was in, but, uh, you know, like, oh, yeah, I've got it now. You know, rubbing your hands together and smiling with that little demonic little grin. And um, so a lot of people when they hear House of Representatives, they do that because they think that since the Democrats still control the House by a a much smaller, um, well, come January 20th, a much smaller um, majority than they have right now um, that it's going to they're going to find in favor of Biden and, and Harris but that's not the way it works because one representative comes from every state and uh, most of the states have Republican legislatures which will send a Republican in there and they will each one gets a vote and Trump will get elected president that's the way it works that's what I think the 12th amendment is all about yeah 12th amendment and um, 
so anyway, Giuliani is doing this lose on purpose now, um, in my estimation anyway. Now, Sidney Powell is, is uh, <laughs> if we're looking at dogs, um, Rudy Giuliani would be maybe a uh, a semi-vicious breed. Uh, Sidney Powell's a wolf, okay? She's a coyote, a wolf, uh, a pit bull. Pit bull's probably a good example because once she latches on, she's never going to let go. Um, so she's a real, you know, I'm, I'm going to prosecute this to my last dying breath kind of person, you know. And so right now, Rudy Giuliani and his crew do, do not need that kind of person on their crew because they want to go. They want to go the legislative route. Sidney Powell just wants to start arresting people and throwing everybody in jail. And boy, am I for that. You could deputize me and I'll go out and do it. You wouldn't even have to pay me very much. Just cover, cover all my house payments, all my bills, cover all my bills and feed my family. And I will go out if deputized and arrest as many leftists as you want me to arrest. Um, just make sure you do the Barney Five thing and don't put any bullets in my gun because I might be tempted. Um, anyway. So I wanted to clear that up because a lot of Democrats, man, you, if you watch the news, they were frothing. They were they were having little orgasmic episodes that, oh, yeah, well, they kicked her off. Yes, they, yes, they don't even know what those they're doing, those, those people that are representing Trump. They know exactly what they're doing. We're talking with people that have gone to Harvard and different places and gotten law degrees. Even Alan Dershowitz, who is very uh, pro-Trump in, in this instance, um, is saying that, you know, this is going to work out for the good. We just have to let it play out. So um, anyway, we just we just have to sit by and every day endure the stupidity, the loudmouth louts that are start, well, Hollywood's waking up again, folks. They are because they think they've won. Um, they had who was that little jerk, that little Italian jerk. Um, Oh, not Joe Pesci, the other one. The other one that thinks he's somebody. The guy that has to wear elevator shoes. Um, can't remember his name right now, but he was, just, he's piping up again. Oh, yeah, he's really, yeah, now that they think Biden's one. Oh, yeah. They're all coming out of the woodwork, folks. They're all, they're, they're all coming out of the shadows. Actually, it's, it's gotten, dark out so they're they're able to come out because they're they're night dwellers they're they're vampires they're they're bloodsuckers but um anyway uh so they're all starting to come out and they're all starting to jest about things like Sidney powell um being uh actually be, it being said that she emphatically is not part of the the trump uh legal team which she isn't but she'll play uh her part later especially if it's true and she is does have military credentials and can uh, either preside or be a prosecutor in military tribunals. Um, it's going to be glorious. Um, anyway, so she said something this week that uh, she's pulling out the Kraken, or releasing the Kraken. That's what she said. What the heck does that mean? I'm releasing the Kraken. You know, when you hear Kraken, I think of a bullwhip, you know, cracking you know and i'm like okay maybe she's gonna get the whip out like jesus did in the temple (laughs) just start whipping people um 
It always cracks me up when Chris, oh, gentle Jesus, meek and mild. Yeah, well, I don't know. Meek and mild people don't make a make a whip and um, and whip the money changers and turn over their tables. And if you think that's something, wait till he comes back. He's not coming back as a lamb. He's coming back as a lion. And there used to be a bumper sticker back in the 70s, and it said, Jesus is coming back, and boy, is he pissed. And that's true. <laughs> he's coming back, and he's he's going to come back and uh, and deal with uh, the swamp creatures that are, well, the, the chief swamp creature, uh, Satan, and his uh, little, uh, little boy, uh, the Antichrist. He's going to come back and deal with them, and... Uh, uh, they're going to be, uh, I, I hope they have their life jackets because they're going to be swimming in a lake of fire for eternity. But anyway, um, so well, I looked up Kraken. And what Kraken is, it's kind of a Norwegian term, and it's a term for octopus. Okay, uh, they, what do they call them? Cephalopods. Yeah. Uh, the Kraken is a myth- mythical creature. It's a giant cephalopod or octopus. That was so big that it could actually envelop a whole sailing ship, you know, according to the, the myth- mythology of sailors. Um, it was a sea monster that could just take the whole ship down with it. <laughs> you know, it would disappear. And um, there's some really neat artwork on the Internet if you want to look up Kraken, K-R-A-K-E-N. Uh, the German word for octopus is, is uh, Kraka. Um, so, but... Uh, the interesting thing about an octopus is that it's got eight arms, and uh, and each arm can act independently. So while it's attacking one person with one arm, and it can attack another person with another arm, up to eight people, of course. And I don't know if you've ever seen what a, an octopus has underneath, but it has one giant tooth that uh, I, w- I wouldn't want to get in the way of. Um, and it usually uses that, that tooth to uh, crack open shells and, and eat the content of a shell or the content of a crab or a lobster or whatever. Um, very deadly weapon. And uh, and once you get in a grasp of an octopus, you better get out of one pretty quick, you know, if it's decent size anyway, because it ain't going to be good. Um, but anyway, uh, so there's an article, and it's on um, the marshallreport.wordpress.com forward slash 2020 forward slash 11 forward slash 22 forward slash, and then there's dashes in between of all these words. Sidney Powell's Kraken is DOD Cyber Warfare Program. We are at war. And that's the name of the um, the article, Sidney Powell. Powell's uh, Kraken is DOD Cyber Warfare Program. We are at war! Exclamation point. It's a war. I've been warning you folks for days, weeks, months, and years, if not the whole 10 years we've been online doing this radio show, and even longer because my ministry's been on on the internet since about 1999. I've been warning about a civil war coming in this country way back with 20 years now, 20, 21, 22 years. It's, it's inevitable. It really is because evil is getting worse and worse and worse. And um, good is going to have to fight against evil or else good is evil is going to prevail. OK, and when I say good, I mean good as uh, compared to the uh, Judeo Christian code of ethics and bad being anything opposite of that. Um, OK. So anyway, I'm going to read the article, 
And then there's a couple of articles that are attached to it. I'm going to read. So, you know, um, let me tell you ahead of time, if you're sitting at home and you want to go grab a cup of coffee, uh, that would probably be a good thing to do. If you got something to nosh on with that coffee, um, you know, what's really good is they make those, uh, when we were a kid, my mother bought them. They're sugar wafers. Um, it's a, like a really light material with, um, like sugar in the center and the materials on both sides. Looks kind of like a waffle, a waffle shape or, um, design. And boy, you get a nice cup of coffee, you know, with a little cream in it. Um, and you dip that into there, boy, I'll, that makes for a nice little snack while you're listening to a show like this or, Heck, you, I mean, you could cook you up a pizza before you turn, hit the uh, play button and sit there and eat a pizza and drink some Coke or I don't know if I, I'm not a beer drinker or a liquor consumer, but you know, any way that you want to, yeah, popcorn. Hey, go make some popcorn. You know what? That would have been a good idea. I can't stop the show to do it, but it would have been a good idea to make a bowl of popcorn. But then you'd hear me eating, and that wouldn't be a good thing, huh? So let's let's forget about that. Anyway, uh, I got to tell you, folks, I am I am very proud of myself. It's not often that I'm proud of myself, okay? Because I I like to think I'm more of a person of humility, and and I'd rather take a lick and keep on ticking than um, than than be prideful and get taken out. But um, my wife has been after me for some time. My wife and I love books. Okay, we, we're our bookophiles, uh, or bibliophiles maybe is a good way to put it. To me, a book is sacred. I mean, sure, there's some that aren't, <laughs> like like the Satanic Bible and stuff like that. But I, I don't like reading things on a screen. I hate it. Um, a few years ago, I don't know if it was my first what my if it was Lourdes or if it was Barbara, it was one of them, um, suggested that I get one of those things where you can download books and read them off a screen. I'm not that kind of person. I'm sorry. I like the feel of a book in my hands. I like the smell of a book in my hands. Although I got to admit that some of them were in storage and they smell moldy, but I still liked it. Um, I like to be able to put a bookmark in and I like to be able to, um, take a, um, a highlighter and highlight things that interest me so I can go back later on. I like to be able to put little bookmarks in or little posted notes so I can go back to a page and do research. Those are things that you can do a little with, uh, with things that are online or on the screen here, but I, I prefer books so much better. Um, I can't take my, well, I, you know, if I had a little screen, I could take it in. I like to read in the bathroom. Um, uh, back when we had newspapers, that's that's where I read my newspaper. But anyway, maybe that's TMI, huh? Too much information. But I I've got these books and I've got a lot more in storage. Trust me, I I could build more bookshelves. But I my wife has been after me for a while. We've got all these books. You know, she goes, you have a lot of books. She she does too. But she says, and they need to be put away neatly and orderly. My wife is is like that. She's you know, it bugs her when things are out. If I leave something on the table, that bugs her. And I don't blame her. It kind of bugs me, too, but it's just the way I am. Um, I leave things laying around, and then I wonder where they are. Well, anyway, and I, I know I'm really good getting off of this the track here, but maybe it'll have something to do with what we're talking about. But we'll see. But um, 
<clears throat> anyway, when I wrote on, on Holy Communion, I bought a lot of books. I bought just about every book that uh, Jacques Vallée wrote because Jacques Vallée um, at that time and hopefully still believes that UFOs are interdimensional and that they're not. And, and even uses the word uh, they take on a demonic um, um, air about them uh, and especially the uh, the UFO knots that pile them, pilot them. Um, so I've got all his books. I've got the Alan Hynek books. I've got uh, books about you know, talking about how evolution's a fraud. I've got reference books, uh, the Josephus. I've got uh, Enoch somewhere planning on getting Jasher. I've got books about the occult, uh, angelology, so I could understand what that's all about and kind of debunk some of the stuff that the New Age is talking about. Uh, another book I'm looking at right now, All the Messianic Prophecies of the Bible. It's a very good book. And right next to it is a book on Daniel, which is, uh, I can't read enough books about Daniel. Um, Hidden Dangers of the Rainbow by Constance Cumby. Um, several different Bible translations because I love them all. Well, let me let me rephrase that. I like to refer to them all because, but some of them are so hideously um perverted anymore that they're not really worth opening up but uh every once in a while you can glean a little bit of um interesting uh stuff from a from a one of the more hideous translations that are out these days i I will not put um the message on my bookshelf that's that's a book that should be in a pile of burning books um a Fahrenheit 451 scenario. Pardon me, I'm going to get a little sip of coffee here. I'm talking a lot. My throat's getting a little dry. I try not to uh, take too long of gulps because I don't like dead air. Anyway, so one of my prestigious achievements this uh, week, and I was really surprised I was able to do it because I have, because of this uh, long haulers from the from the COVID, I have... Well, it's hard for me to breathe from time to time, um, but my energy levels are really low. <laughs> um, and we'll see how work works out this weekend because that ought to be interesting. Um, but anyway, uh, so I said, well, how am I going to do this, this, this bookshelf, you know, and, and it isn't this like life because you got to, a lot of people, they just jump into things without thinking and then they end up doing the job they should have got done the first time after doing it three or four different ways, they get it, finally get it done. Um, we've had our books on bookshelves in the center of the house and, and our house is a hundred and well, it'll be 121 years old here pretty soon. And, um, underneath it doesn't have a lot of shoring. It's got enough, you know, to keep the house up and everything. Don't get me wrong, but, um, it could use some more shoring up underneath, but where it is strong is around the foundation. So what I did is I put up these bookshelves that you screw to, you know, you screw them to the wall and then they have slots and then you put the little brackets in the slots and then boards on the brackets and, um, built, um, what I think is quite an impressive bookshelf system here in this room. And, uh, now that I've, I've done it, I want to do it everywhere in the house. Um, just like that. But, uh, uh, I sat long and hard thinking about how to do it and, um, Ran up by Barbara and explained to her what I wanted to do, and and uh, we finally ended up uh, doing it this way. And uh, she's gone for uh, 
two or three days uh, babysitting. So I figured, hey, you know, um, aside from the dogs, you know, uh, needing my attention, she's not here requiring my attention. So I can get this done. <clears throat> and I did it. Um, another book that's on there is Alien Discussions, and it's it's a bunch of guys got together, a bunch of scientists and psychologists and every other ist that you can think of, probably. And they were uh, dissecting some of the messages that were coming from the aliens. And um, I used that when I was writing uh, Unholy Communion also, because some of the scientists came to the fact that these things were more demonic than they are uh, um extraterrestrial well anyway my top shelf i call the michael savage shelf because aside from uh two of the newer books that he has i've got every book he's ever written um i like him because he's controversial he likes to stir the pot he likes to he gets you thinking because he he's so crude and so rude that you think that he can't possibly mean what he's saying and you start investigating things he stirs you up so that you, you actually start to use your brain. That's what I like about Michael Savage. Rush Limbaugh talks, talks at you. Um, all the other ones talk at you. They give you their opinion. Michael Savage insults you sometimes to the point where you have to go and check out to see if what you believe is really true. <laughs> so um, I found that he's been wrong several times. And I've written to him about it, too, although I've never gotten an answer back. But that's, you know, uh, pride is between the prideful and, and the maker. And uh, he'll have to answer for his pride someday. But anyway, um, and right next to it is a book called The uh, the Great Book of Insults. And I figured since he's so good at insulting people, maybe that should be up there. Anyway, um so I, I brought that up just to tell you that uh, I'm an avid reader. I'm an avid researcher. Um, I will not come on to this radio show with crap. Pardon me for using that word. If my wife was here right now, she'd go, you said crap. You shouldn't say that on the radio. You know, well, she's not here. And I said it <laughs> anyway. Um, and I know she's going to listen to this show. And this is going to be a point of discussion probably this week sometime. Um, but anyway, um, so I'm an avid reader, an avid researcher, and unless I look at things from all points of view, I'm not going to bring it up. Okay. Um, this Kraken thing, I was, I was highly dubious about it, but, um, all afternoon, at least I've been looking into it, uh, to, to see the, about if there's any veracity to it and stuff like that. And it seems to be a, a real thing. And, um, and, now that you know a little bit more about me, uh, we, we can move on because I've really gone through a lot of trouble to call all this stuff up. And, and yes, I'm reading it off a screen. Um, one of the things I'm going to be presenting in the next couple of weeks is um, I do gematria studies. Now, I'm not a numerologist, and, and I'm not going to say that gematria is the answer for everything. You can't predict the future. Uh, you could you could judge somebody's past by it because if a word comes up that matches something they've done in the past, you can you know investigate to see if that's a trend in their life, if if that's part of their personality or whatever. But um, anyway, I um, I did one the other day on um, the founder of uh, actually 
I've been talking so long that I forgot now, but I can look real quick. Um, and you know what? I uploaded them to Dropbox. I don't have them. But anyway, um, I am currently doing one on, oh, there it is. Uh, the first one was um, Adam Bennett Schiff. And boy, howdy, let me tell you, his um, the words that have the same number numerical value as his name uh, describe him pretty well. <laughs> and it ain't pretty. Um, and now I'm currently working on one about uh, uh, Mark Elliott Zuckerberg. And after that, I'm going to do one on the uh, the founder of Twitter. And after that, the um, some of the other... Um, Prophets, uh, false prophets that are out there that are um, trying to silence uh, public opinion. So um, I have some other ones that I've done. And if you've gone through the list of all the radio shows, you've seen that uh, good one was George Soros. Oh, oh, that's the other one I want to do. I want to do Alex Dare Crowley. Um, I did a, a brief uh, look at his name yesterday in a Gamatria calculator and um it was like the guy was born to be satanic. Um, and he probably was, actually. Because <laughs> uh, I do believe in predestination. Ooh, ooh. Now you can, uh, don't, don't, don't hit that shut off button. Okay. Just go listen to the show about it. There's several shows about it. Maybe you'll see where I'm coming from. It's, it's not like you think. Okay. All I'm going to say is that a God that lives on both sides of history knows what's going to happen already because he's been on both sides and he can make judgment calls about who's going to be who because he already knows who was who. So he says he knew us before the foundation of the world, before the foundation of time and space. So that's pretty awesome. it's a character of uh, Yohei Vavhe or, or Yahweh that uh, is unique to him. And no other entity claiming to be God can say that. Okay. Anyway, let's get into this Kraken thing. Let's get Kraken on the Kraken, which is the title, actually, of the show. Anyway, so this person starts. He says, Holy Radar, that's the Kraken. Who knew it is a Department of Defense cyber warfare program. It tracks systems and acquires ev- evidence of nefarious activities and crimes committed by the deep state. And, you know, this isn't new. I can't tell you which relative it is, but I've got one that used to work for a naval entity. Um, and he used to um, look at uh, cyber crimes that involved um, the abuse of small children. Um Anyway, he's long since retired. I don't even know if he's even still alive. But um, anyway, uh, this thing's been going on for a long time. It's just been evolving into what it is now. Anyway, when Sidney Powell stated that she has uh, released the Kraken, most of us thought of the class of the Titans and cheered her for her gutsy remark. She never blinked and held a stern as held a stern, a serious face when she said when she said it. She wasn't joking, and now we know why. The Kraken is a Department of Defense-run cyber warfare program that tracks hacks, tracks and hacks various other systems to acquire evidence of nefarious actions by the deep state. 
President Trump and his loyal patriots in the military and the Space Command uh, now have all the evidence of voter fraud and election-related treason. This will be used against the enemies of America. Then it shows a patch, and the patch is an octopus carrying a trident. That's hilarious. If you don't know what a trident is, it's what uh, uh, Neptune carried. It's uh, like a three-pronged spear with barbs on it on the end of the um, on the end of it. Um, it says, uh, "What we are witnessing with the 2020 elections is not an election. We are witnessing an attempt of at the overthrow of the United States government, the CIA." FBI and Department of Justice are full of treasonous swamp rats that are intent on stealing the presidential seat and taking over America for the global order. They are wicked globalist puppets who are boldly pushing their coup to destroy America and implement the global reset and usher in the United Nations Agenda 2030, which is a revised version of the Sustainable Development Agenda 21. They are in lockstep, throwing all their punches at unsuspecting Americans while nations all around the world are doing the very same lockdowns on their citizens. Will they succeed? The answer is capital no. Okay. Let me get another sip of this coffee before it gets too cold to drink. I hate cold coffee. Oh, that was right on the edge, too. About waited five more minutes. Okay. Okay, a subheading here. Warning from the Acting Secretary of Defense, Chris Miller. In, uh, quote, should any maligned actors underestimate our resolve to attempt to undermine our, our efforts, we will not hesitate to restore deterrence and defeat my, defeat any and all threats. End of quote. Certain sectors of special forces operations now report directly to the acting defense secretary, Chris Miller. They are aligned with Trump and the constant, they are aligned with Trump, the constitution and defending America against its enemies, both foreign and domestic. So don't panic and fear not. President Trump is in control and the battle lines are drawn. This was written just a couple of days ago. So this isn't pre-election. Okay. The Kraken has been released and it has everything. Special Forces assets are now being deployed to take down America's domestic enemies and traitors. Hallelujah and praise the Lord. And to my cousin that doesn't think that this is a good idea, well, (laughs) too bad. Um, Read the report at this link and you'd have to go to this page and I gave you the link and I'll give you the link again at the end of reading it. It's got a little map. Uh, Actually, it's it's got a link. Actually, I'm going to go to that link. So never mind. Um, I'll go to it after this one. It's got a little map that shows um, it says network systems and EMBM needed for uh, new sensing techniques and for maneuver. And uh, it just shows uh, how it works, basically. (laughs) Um, To defend us, uh, this is showing a coastline, so it's to defend a coastline. But... um, and that's one way that it, it defends us. It defends us from enemies coming in from uh, from the sea and from the air and everything else. It says it works with the Space Force. So and all those satellites up there, you can only imagine what they got going. Um, and it continues. Sydney Powell, Sydney Powell declared that an algorithm was plugged into steal votes from President Trump during the election, which is exactly what the truth-bearing media has been warning about for over a decade. 
um, in parentheses or in brackets, uh, elections have been rigged for at least 20 years and probably longer in bracket. Um, fake news and the entire media cartel continue to lie to America and withhold all and withhold all the overwhelming evidence of election fraud. There is nothing sh- this is nothing short of assisting in a government overthrow. Treason is the only way to describe it. However, I'm sure that there are some that believe that they are told what they are told and uh, to read and others who are clueless and just go to work, do their job and collect a paycheck. Uh, the same as grunts committing voter fraud on the front lines by following illegal procedures as though they were authentic and legal. Many just don't know and others simply just don't care. As long as fake news continues to lie to the American public, it is nothing short of a time of war such as we are into as an act of betrayal and considered enemies of the people. Uh, now I am not shouting for war. It has already been declared. And those who resist have been told re-education awaits them. That's me and you folks. Along with horrid ideas of the left has been They've been looking at it daily. Um, it's really, really bad and not to be laughed at. And there's a couple more pictures. And there's a picture here, folks, that um, I can't describe it. It's um, it's how all the systems work with one another, how radar picks things up and then sends it to this place and to that place, and how this place takes that information and sends it over here and there and everywhere. It's really amazing. It's um, and if you go to this page, you'll see it. Um, but it involves satellites, it involves radar, it involves soldiers, tanks, um, communications vehicles, uh, helicopters, the whole nine yards, and it's uh, it's pretty awesome, actually. Jeff, uh, it says Jeff. Pardon me, Jeffrey Prather explains the Kraken, and describes the Great Reset versus the Great Awakening. He has released a bombshell video where he sums up the real war taking place behind the scenes. The Great Reset versus the Great Awakening is the name of the video. As he explains it, the CIA, FBI, and Department of Justice, notice the NSA is not in there, and there's a reason for that, are all treasonous swamp creatures who are dedicated to bringing down America, stealing the election, and imprisoning all the real patriots such as General Flynn and Roger Stone. Meanwhile, certain sectors of special forces operations, and now Chris Miller as acting defense secretary, are all aligned with Trump, the Constitution, and defending America against its enemies, both foreign and domestic. And then it gives a link to the video, the entire video. And then it gives a link to, uh, it says, read article on Army releases the Kraken to protect foreign fire bases at this link. We will look at that. Um, and the last paragraph says, to think that the deep state has infiltrated so deep, it had operatives at every stronghold and, and considered, and to consider, let alone to know, it is a fact that the deep state was so bold to pull a massive government takedown on a scale that they are attempting is more than disturbing. Wake up people and call these globalists out now and help save the United States of America and the world at large. Okay. All right. Now, 
one of those links went to this page. And let's see, this page is at breakingdefense.com forward slash 2013 forward slash 04 forward slash Army releases the Kraken to protect foreign fire bases uh, ID L-I-K. And there's um, hyphens in between all those words. Um, now, this is from 2013, so this is seven years ago, so you can imagine the sophistication that the system has now as compared to then. Okay. Uh, Army releases the Kraken to protect foreign fire bases. I'd like to see the Taliban try to attack this place. And it's by David Axe, A-X-E. Um, and it came out on April 29, 2013, at 10.45 a.m. Now, I'm going to break for a second. Um and, and explain something. President Trump has said more than once in his speeches when he's been out campaigning and, and at other times that we have weapons that you can't possibly imagine. Those are the words he used. And he says, he says they're such horrifying weapons that he hopes that we never, ever have to use them. And that is a statement that I didn't take very lightly when I heard it. He was stressing that, and the tone of his voice, you know how he's like, yeah, yeah, so, so, you know, he, 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 he talks like that, but he got very serious when he said this, and this was a warning, I think, to these people that, you know, there, there are things that you have no idea that we have, and we'll use them against you if we have to. Not talking about the Taliban, I'm talking about the traitors in our, in our midst. Um, we're talking ultrasonic weapons, uh, the likes that we probably have no idea of. We're probably talking about light weapons, laser weapons, uh, energy force beams, and the whole nine yards. Um, back when um, uh, George H.W. Bush's funeral, um, I don't know if you ever if you watched that, but a lot of uh, the people that were there, the leftists, received envelopes, and when uh, when they opened them up, they they looked like they were a little concerned, but not too. Almost like, you know, Trump doesn't know what he's talking about. There's no way he's going to pull this off. Well, anyway, uh, George W. Bush told some, or, yeah, George W. Bush, the son, told something to his wife who turned around and told it to, showed a piece of paper to Je- Jeb Bush. And Jeb Bush looked, turned white. He turned pale. And nobody knows what was on those letters except for the people that read them, of course, and probably President Trump, who's the one that sent the, sent the, the memos or the letters and put them in everybody's saucy. And it's funny because Jimmy Carter was sitting next to, I think, Hillary Clinton. And uh, she got one in his her envelope, but he didn't get one. And he was looking around in the envelope like, hey, how come everybody else is special and I didn't get one? Well, probably because you're not a traitor, Mr. Carter. Um, anyway, so uh, there are things that even these people don't know we have. Um, who knows? Maybe it's alien technology, alien meaning fallen angel technology that, you know, is going to be used for good instead of bad <laughs> um, stuff that, you know, that we've acquired since 1947 um, and stuff that we've developed on our own. Because believe me, mankind is capable of developing weapons. That's that's one of mankind's uh, arts is developing ways to kill other mankind. So, um Anyway, let's get on with this article. 
It says, Zari, Afghanistan, on March 3rd, 2008, a Taliban suicide bomber driving a green truck packed with explosives barreled through the front gate of a small U.S. outpost in Sabari District, Afghanistan, and blew himself up next to the dining facility where American soldiers were just sitting down to dinner. Taliban foot soldiers streamed in, firing their AK-47s. It took the intervention of a Special Forces A team to push them back. Two Americans died and around a dozen were wounded. The Sabari attack was one of several catastrophic attacks on U.S. bases in Afghanistan in recent years. As U.S. forces draw down, they have, there are fewer and fewer troops to spare for guard duty. That's why, bruised by these attacks, the Pentagon has scrambled to equip the frontline bases with better defenses. The compound, out, the compound outpost surveillance and a uh, force protection system named Kraken after the mythological sea monster because of its many tentacles like technological extensions is the latest. Combining tower mounted cameras, radar, sonar, um, sonar shot detection and remote controlled guns and deployable in a single shipping container. The first operational Kraken was recently installed at forward base, uh, forward operational base, Pashmul, south of Zari district, near Kandahar in southern Afghanistan. Kraken, which costs 30 million to develop, is designed to be airlifted into place and set up by a squad of soldiers in two to three hours, according to the Army release. Uh, along with walls, razor wire, and guard posts, Kraken has helped to make Pashmul South one of the best defended U.S. bases, well, ever. Um, I'd like to see the Taliban try to attack this place, First Sergeant Jason Pittman, who oversees the base, said rhetorically. Pittman, a six-tour six tour veteran, and that was back in 2013, um, the Afghanistan war has seen his share of complex attacks on American outposts. Kraken has many eyes, including the Elta Groundmaster vehicle tracking radar, vehicle tracking radar, an additional ST-1400 radar, plus N plus AN slash PRS-9 unattended ground sensors built by L3 and five sonic sensors that can detect incoming fire and triangulate the shooter's location. The system has 11 daylight, infrared, and thermal cameras, two of them mounted on a 30-foot mast alongside a laser rangefinder. The rest of the cameras wired with, into the central unit can be positioned around the perimeter. The main sensors have an approximately 15-mile range. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Kraken can relay its video to deploy ground troops via an overhead Puma unmanned aerial vehicle, although this is apparently rarely practiced. Two uh, PRI trap 250 remote controlled 7.62 millimeter guns are included with, with Kraken, but at present are operated separately rather than being slaves to the sensors. Though integration seems to be an army aim. The whole system and its sensors, minus the guns, can be monitored by a few soldiers with two laptops and require very little human intervention. The key to the integration standard, fusion and automatic, said Tom O'Neill, the Integrated Base Defense Pro uh, Product Director at the Military's Joint Product 
managed her guardian, uh, which developed Kraken alongside Ar the Army's rapid equipped force. If, uh, ra if radar, ground sensors, and shot SHOT detectors spot a very a viable target, the cameras will automatically slew into it. As the target moves, one camera will follow, follow automatically and hand off to the next. All right. And there's, looks like, uh, a companion article that's put with this. And it says land warfare sponsored. It says the soldiers radar, how they've helped infuse, uh, LTAMIDS with advanced capabilities. And it's by Barry Rosenberg or from Barry Rosenberg. It says, being built under rapid prototype authority, the lower tier air and missile defense sensor radar has a 360 degree capability to sense threats from all directions. Kraken is a product of the, uh, the Army's controversial, uh, network integration exercises held semi-annually at Fort Bliss, Texas. At the NIE, at the NIEs, the Army invites industry to provide new unproven technologies that are put through realistic combat tests by a dedicated experimentation brigade, many of whose soldiers are veterans of Iraq and Afghanistan. Some of these systems tested are the NIEs have proven too flimsy or complex or simply unnecessary for frontline troops. In particular, many of the handheld tablet computers meant to be carried by every soldier in the squad. By contrast, Kraken, which uh, drew rave reviews at an NIE in 2011, has arrived in Afghanistan essentially unchanged and to and to loud applause. Sergeant Nicholas Pen Pensivy, yeah, saying that right, Sergeant Nicholas Pensivy, uh, the resident Kraken expert at Pashmol South, praises the system's flexibility. With a few taps on a laptop, he can instruct the Kraken to ignore certain kinds of targets that appear on its radars and instead focus on others, automatically slewing its guns and cameras. For instance, vehicles driving past the outpost are, are of interest, but vehicles leaving aren't. Pentavy says if there's a drawback, it's that Kraken at present is self-contained. It does not tie into the military's vast network of blimp and tower mounted cameras um, and aerial drones that cover much of Afghanistan, relaying imagery from one base to many others. Strangely, for base defenses, and the Army has not been shy about publicizing Kraken, perhaps owing to the possibility or the possible deterrent effect. Uh, if the Taliban know Pashmal South is heavily defended by smart robotic killer, they might, they might be less likely to attempt an attack. Possible South has been untouched this year, and Kraken has not yet fired a shot in anger. That could be the best possible evidence that the new system works. I know we're talking all military, and you're going, how does this figure into the election? We'll get there. Okay. Okay. This isn't very long. I can read this. Okay. I want to check and see how we're doing on time anyway here. Oh, we're right in an hour. Okay. Gives me plenty of time. Okay. This is an intelligence update. Intelligence update. 
the Great Reset versus the Great Awakening. The grand battle taking place right now for the future of America and the free world. It was um, it's dated Friday, 11:56 a.m. at uh, zero hundred hours Zulu, 20th November 2020. Uh, that can't be right. Well, anyway, it says Friday, um, 11:56 a.m. plus zero zero. Uh, colon zero zero. So must have been right on top of the hour. Uh, posted by Weaver, uh, Thursday, November 19, 2020, by Mike Adams. Okay. Okay. First, uh, it says first, Trump's legal team, consisting of Rudy Giuliani, John, uh, Joe DiGenova, Sidney Powell, and others, and this is old because she's not on there, held a very hard-hitting press conference today in which they laid out Trump's clear path to victory in the courts. That full press conference is currently in the process of being posted to brighton.com, and our transcription team is working up full transcription of the entire event, which is over two hours in in duration. Some of the bombshell highlights from the conference include Sidney Powell confirming that Dominion softwares in Germany were indeed confiscated. Rudy Giuliani saying that uh, 682,770 mail-in ballots have been identified to which have been, which have been thrown out because uh, they are uncertifiable. Uh, next, uh, Sidney Powell declaring we are going to reclaim the United States of America. Uh, next, uh, Sidney Powell declaring an al- algorithm was plugged in to steal votes from President Trump during the election, which is exactly what the alternative media has been warning about for over a decade. And remember, Elizabeth Warren and a- Amy Klobuchar both warned that they did, that this was a problem, and they're Democrats. Okay. They were very concerned about it. Okay. Back to the article. Uh, stunningly, the entire media cartel continues to lie to America. And withhold all the overwhelming evidence of election fraud. This is nothing short of uh, grand criminal conspiracy by the treasonous mainstream media, which continues to act as the enemy of the people. And I will add the enemy of the state. Because that gets them the treasonous title. Uh, another, let's see, we've got a title here. Jethro Prather explains, explains the Kraken and describes the Great Reset versus the Great Awakening. In another fant- fascinating chapter that's now emerging in all this, former military insider and present day analyst Jeffrey Prather at Jeffrey, uh, his website is Jeffrey, J-E-F-F-R-E-Y, P-R-A-T-H-E-R dot com has released what we consider to be a bombshell video where he sums up the real war taking place behind the scenes, the Great Reset versus the Great Awakening. He explains it. The CIA, FBI, and DOJ are all treasonous swamp creatures who are are dedicated to bringing down America, stealing the election, and imprisoning all real patriots such as General Flynn and Roger Stone. Uh, meanwhile, uh, this was early. We read this early, but I'll read it again. Meanwhile, certain sectors of special forces operations and now Chris Miller as acting defense secretary are aligned with Trump, the Constitution and defending America against its enemies, both foreign and domestic. Uh, 
Yesterday, Chris Miller declared that all special forces operations units now report to him, bypassing the corrupt DOD swamp that works for globalists and Democrats. This puts the the many tens of thousands of special forces operations units and assets directly under control of a pro-American patriot. And it points to the plan B in all this, which is for Trump to invoke the NDAA and Insurrection Act. Uh, then dispatch special forces units across the United States of America to arrest all the treasonous actors and to take down the big tech, big pharma traders who are part of the grand conspiracy to overthrow the United States government. Jethro Prather's video shown below. We, we will not watch. Um, this video is going to appear on brighton.com. Uh, soon, just in case YouTube deletes it, which they probably will. Uh, some of the more notable highlights of the video include. Okay, this is what they include. All right, where was I? Okay. Chris Miller is a patriot who will act decisively to defend the United States of America. Next. Bill Barr and Durham are both swamp creatures working for the deep state and the CIA. They will never indict any of the real criminals in America, such as Obama, Clinton, Biden, and Brennan, etc. I've never trusted Bill Barr. Never have. He, he won't do a damn thing. Pardon my French. But he's got all this evidence sitting on his desk, and he just sits there. Fat slob. Um. Next, the U.S. Army, Navy, and Marines have all been infiltrated by deep state traders at some level. But the Air Force and Space Force are loyal to Trump and are staffed mostly by patriots. Other sources tell us that most of the actual mid-level people in the armed forces are pro-Trump, regardless of which branch they're in. But the higher-level generals and bureaucrats are treasonous swamp scum. You see, folks, I'm going to stop here for a second. When these guys get higher up, when they, they <laughs> I have a friend that was, was in the Air Force, and, you know, he used to tell me the ranks that he liked. He liked the lieutenants, you know, because he, he could work with the lieutenants. He liked the, um, the captains. He said captains are good people. He says, but when they started to get up there where they were majors, they started to become corrupt because a major wants to become a colonel, a lieutenant colonel. And then lieutenant colonels want to become bird colonels and bird colonels want to become generals. Or, you know, if you're in the Navy, you know, choose the rank. But um, anyway, it after captain, it turns political, it seems. And um, we know this because, well, first of all, Eisenhower was a general and he became a president. Right. But there was a guy named Douglas MacArthur and Generals are good at, at fighting wars. Okay, so at least they used to be. Um, MacArthur was one of them. Patton was another. They just wanted to fight a war and win. That's all they wanted to do. And that's all MacArthur wanted to do was, was, was fight in Korea. He made a suggestion that we should go into China and take out the communists while we were there. You know, let's just go in there and wipe, wipe out the communists and free the Chinese people. Well, Truman... Well, first of all, Truman was a 33rd degree Mason, but he was also a, a socialist and a communist. Um, 
didn't like that idea, and he called uh, MacArthur back to Washington and fired him um, because he was making suggestions without running them by Truman first. And I think he did that on purpose because he knew that the American people would think it was a good idea and want to do it. Um, MacArthur said that he had no designs to become a politician. There are generals out there that do not want to become politicians. They're military men, and that's all they want to be. And God bless them. Um, another case is Patton. Every time Patton wanted to do something, he came up against that, an adversary, uh, whether it be uh, Montgomery from the British Army or if it was uh, um, was it uh, Eisenhower. A lot of times, um, you know, had him stand down and, and do different things uh, just to appease the British. Um, but you wonder if that's the only reason. Well, anyway. Um, if you watch a movie and you read a book on Patton, Patton says clearly many times he has no political ambition or had none. He just wanted, he said, yeah, I'm just an old horse soldier and I want to fight. And he wanted to do that. He wanted to, just like MacArthur, he wanted to go into Russia and take out the, um, the Soviets. Well, while they were there, you know, why not? You know, and. Who knows how that would have changed history. Of course, history is already written, and it was meant to be the way it was, unfortunately. But, you know, there, there are reasons why things happen that only Yahweh knows about. But, um, but then you have the generals that are up there that have political ambitions. They either want to be secretaries, some kind of uh, – get some kind of secretary position like uh, secretary of defense or um, just – that's just to name one. Uh, Secretary of State would be another one that they would crave. <clears throat> and if they're in league with the um, intelligence communities, minus the NSA, um, that would put them in a good position to be able to control any president they wanted to. So if they don't want to become presidents, they usually want to become people that want to get into power that so that they can control the president or embarrass a president or bring charges against the president, as we have seen. So Trump, how do I say this? Trump inherited a, um, a storm. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I won't say what kind of storm. You know what I mean. Um, when he got into office, because, you know, half of the higher brass was, was traitorous or treasonous, still is. Um you know, most of the, the Democrats are a lot of the, a lot of Republicans are that way too. Um, it's not all Democrats. There's a lot of Republicans that are, that are dirty. Um, uh, because power corrupts and absolutely, absolute power corrupts absolutely. And, uh, once they get a taste of power, they want more and more. More. Well, you talk about religion being the opiate of the people. No power is the opiate of a person. Cause once they get it, they can never get enough and they crave it more and more and more. And um, anyway, so I just wanted to bring that to light so that you know that, um, you know, it might seem like, hey, you know, Trump had this military guy and it fired him. Then it had that military guy and it fired him, you know, stuff like that. Well, there's a reason why that happens, because Trump finds out about them afterwards, that they're traitors and he doesn't want them anywhere around them. Okay. And it's a shame in this day and age <laughs> that McCarthy was right, um, that some of the higher brass in the military ranks in the Pentagon 
um, and other places are are uh, globalists. They they would love to see the United States fail. Uh, Gen- was it General Mattis? Former uh, he got fired a while back, but uh, he was heard the other day to say that he hopes that uh, Biden gets elected and that the the country um, turns more globalist than it is now. So there you go. There's your answer. Okay. Now I got to figure out where I was. Okay. Let's see. Okay, Bill Barr. Okay. United States Army, Navy, Marines. Okay, I read that. Okay. It says Trump will win Georgia and the Democrats are panicking to try to steal an election in any way they can. I just heard tonight that Georgia is going to recount again. Okay. So that makes me wonder if this is true. I mean, I mean, it makes me realize this is probably true because supposedly that election was certified, but now they're going to count it again. Um, Okay. Next paragraph. The Kraken is actually a DOD run cyber warfare program that tracks and hacks various other systems to acquire evidence of nefarious actions. We've read this. Uh, by the deep state, Trump loyalists in the Air Force Space Command are now certain sectors of the DOD and even the NSA have all the evidence of fraud, of uh, vote fraud and election related treason. Trump has all this now and will be using it against the enemies of America very soon. That's why I didn't mention the NSA. The NSA are the good guys. Right now is where I'm talking to you. The NSA is listening in. Hi, guys. You're doing a good job. Thank you so much. You're patriots. We love you. Go NSA. Uh, Every phone call you make, every email that you send, every – if I do that song, I'll be watching you. Um, Everything you do, everything you say that that goes over electronic means – one way or another, it's recorded by the NSA. And you might see that as an invasion of privacy, and, and perhaps it is, but right now it's it's going to save our bacon, so to speak. Um, Hillary's emails didn't disappear, folks. The NSA's got them. Um, everything that Kerry's done, all of his treason, the NSA has that. They have everything, and I'm sure they've got it backed up a thousand different ways to one. So... Um, This information is not going to disappear. It's not going anywhere, and it will be used in trials, probably in Guantanamo and other places, in military trials, too, because you can't win in a civilian court uh, because too many Obama-appointed judges are still out there um, that would free these people, and there's nothing worse than a freed rat. I don't know if you've ever seen a cornered animal, but they'll do anything they can get out, do to get out of it. Once they're caged, they go crazy in the cage. And if they ever get out of that cage, well, they disappear for a while. Then they come back and they're worse than they were before. So let's see. Ezra Cohen, War, uh, Cohen-Warnick, acting undersecretary of defense for intelligence, is a patriot and very smart person who is working behind the scenes to save America from corrupt criminal Democrats, deep staters, and foreign enemies like China, and might I add in there, George Soros, and people like Soros and the the cabal. Uh, It says you can watch the full video here. You can go to this page. Uh, This page, by the way, the the, uh, address is tapnewswire.com. 
forward slash 2020 forward slash 11 forward slash. And this is a long title and all the words have dashes in between them. Okay. Intelligent update, the great reset VS versus um, great awakening. The grand battle took taking place right now for the future of America and the free world forward slash. So if you put a dash between all those words, You'll get where you're going. We need to go. Okay. I have also separately posted a podcast called What is the Kraken? In this 40-minute overview of the current situation, I explained. Um, sorry for that noise. A um, little explanation. We live in a, um, a very rural setting, and um, one of our industries here is logging. And uh, we have a 40-mile-an-hour speed limit through this town, and a lot of these loggers come into town. Um, there's, a, there's a turn up around the corner here and where they have to come through. And they, they come around, and they see that they're in a town, and they hit the jake brake. And it always makes a very loud sound, and I hate when they do that going through here. You probably heard that. It probably sounded like a Harley going by to you, but it was a truck using a jake brake. So um, you live out in the country, folks. You get strange noises or you get noises that um, I'm surprised I'm really surprised the dogs haven't gone nuts yet the store next door closed 15 well no an hour and 15 minutes ago and usually when they do the dogs go crazy and the dogs haven't so I'm happy about that Um, because we have four of them and when they start barking (laughs) uh, I'll tell you if anybody ever breaks into this house um the dogs will definitely let us know. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a, a man of the sacred book, of course. And when I say that they will leave holier than when they arrive, they will either know Jesus and surrender to the police or they will meet Jesus um, real quickly. Uh, we believe in the Second Amendment here. And if you come into this house and you don't belong here, um Bad things may happen to you. Um, I'm not talking to law enforcement personnel, by the way. I'm talking to criminals, okay? Um, we love our sheriff. He he is not going to enforce the uh, the stupid rules that our governor is coming up with. Uh, he's not going to enforce anything about Thanksgiving. You can have as many relatives over as you want. Um and if he's told that he has to go enforce it, he's going to go tell them to pound salt. Um, the farther you live off the highway, the better, by the way. So we won't be having it here. But um, I, you know, I won't be having it at all. But I've got things to do. But um, when you live right on a highway, the uh, state police have control of a certain perimeter around the highway. And so we won't have it here because they could come in and arrest us for having Thanksgiving. Welcome to America, comrade, a la Kate Brown, the brown stain. Okay, then he goes on the bottom line. The bottom line in all this, question mark, the entire system is totally corrupted and treasonous enemies who probably deserve to be arrested, indicted, and executed if found guilty. This includes big tech, which is censoring all information about vote fraud, Next line, fake news media, which continues to gaslight America and cover up the the crimes of Joe Biden. Next paragraph, 
high-level Democrat operatives like Obama, Clinton, Biden, etc., who are directly responsible for countless acts of treason. I'll add murder into that. Money laundering, fraud, and sedition. Next line. Deep state players like Barr, Durham, Comey, Brennan, and others who have been working against interests in the United States of America, selling out the nation to foreign interests like China and other places. Next line, the FBI, which is a domestic terrorism organization that commits crimes against America rather than stopping them. Next line, corrupt local ballot officials who are deliberately and brazenly rigging uh, votes for Joe Biden right in broad daylight. Next line, corrupt judges and deep state uh, judicial scumbags. Oh, I love it. It's exactly what they are. Like Sullivan, the judge who is prosecuting Flynn, who should probably be, be arrested and tried for treason. Well, maybe from from this article to God's ears. Um, inside this multi-layered system is of, of near wholesome corruption and treason, there now exist patriots in critical positions of power, such as Trump himself, Miller at the DOD, some patriots at the NSA, and key assets in, in the Space Force and the United States Air Force. Together, these patriots have their, at their command the entire Special Forces operation assets, military satellites, advanced cyber systems, and, of course, the Constitution itself, which grants the President of the United States extraordinary power during times of war or national emergency. Don't you love the way things were set up? As we reported days ago, President Trump declared a national emergency over foreign interference in U.S. elections on September 12, 2018, in an executive order that national emergency has not been rescinded. Barack Obama also signed the NDAA in 2012, granting any president extraordinary powers to deal with domestic enemies and enemy combatants during a time of war. That just shows you how stupid he is. He he actually helped. He, he actually signed into legislation um, laws that we're going to use to arrest him and hopefully either shoot or hang him. Um, the next paragraph, we suspect Trump is preparing to drop the hammer on all treasonous actors if necessary, but is giving his legal team an opportunity to try to win the election in the, court, in the courts first. If the courts refuse to uphold the rule of law and obviously compromised, of law and obviously compromised, uh, blackmailed or so blinded by their own hatred of Trump that they can't issue an honest ruling. Trump, Trump will invoke the Insurrection, Insurrection Act and wage kinetic war against the deep state on U.S. soil. Importantly, we the people 100% support Trump taking this action if necessary. We will join his efforts, armed by the millions, to defend this nation against its enemies. Citizen, citizens, militia units, and patriots are standing and are ready to fight. Amen and hallelujah. Uh, some sources say that special forces actions have already been uh, initiated and certain deep state players have already been arrested and put in retention, uh, put on retention flights to black sites or Gitmo. But these claims cannot yet be fully confirmed. They are consistent, however, with other observations we've noted in, rel in related articles and podcasts. 
Nevertheless, the biggest things we can do is is in all this is to continue to publicly show your support for President Trump, the Constitution, and the defense of this nation and against the tra- traitors and domestic enemies. Um, in your outpouring of support that gives Trump, it's it is your outpouring of support that gives Trump the backdrop he needs in order to pursue the, all these actions and to defend America and defeat its determined enemies. Should the patriots fail, America and the world will plunge into Joe Biden's dark winter, complete with forced vaccinations, weaponized lockdowns to crush the to crush the world economies, nightmarish restrictions on free speech, um, rigged elections forever, and the activation of Bill Gates's global depopulation slash genocide agenda to mass murder billions of human beings in record time. It's interesting that just a year ago, that last paragraph would have elicited spasms of conspiracy theory accusations from everyday people, but today nobody's laughing. Because all the world leaders have announced their great reset, and they're openly bragging about how the COVID-19 pandemic is an opportunity to bring about global communism and the complete enslavement of the human race all around the globe. That ends that article. So there you have it, folks. The Great Reset versus the Great Awakening and the use of um, what Sydney calls um, Kraken. And what is called Kraken? But I think Kraken is also a, um, a philosophical war too because um, there's a uh, there was a Chinese um, uh, war um, oh, I can't remember his name very simple name too um, but he wrote he wrote books on battle and on how to conquer your enemies and he said when you're around your enemies you need to appear weak and not reveal your strength until the right time. So right now they're they're saying that, that Trump is cowering in the White House, not doing anything. Oh, no, 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 no. Trump is doing many things right now. Trump is preparing to unleash a, a storm that uh, is going to take this country by, by surprise and take it by storm. And um, when it's over with, um, well, America is going to be shattered, but we can rebuild. And folks, just be careful about your neighbors. Um, one of the things that came out, oh, I wish I had it. Um, two things. Um, the sheriff here in our county said that he would not arrest um, site. Or um, there's another word I'm trying to think of. Uh, people that celebrate uh, Thanksgiving and people that uh, get into social gatherings during the holidays, he would refuse to do that. He would refuse to follow Governor Kate Brown's uh, mandate. And it's not a law. It's a mandate. Big difference, folks. Big, big difference. 
Um, if it was a law, he'd be he'd be duty bound to follow it. But even if his conscience told him not to, he could refuse to. But um, this is a, an illegal mandate. It is in many states. Um, governors do not write law. Legislatures write law. Uh, emergency situations are only for a certain amount of time. You can't keep ex- extending them indefinitely. Um, so anyway, our, our sheriff said that he wouldn't arrest anybody, that he would use uh, opportunities of education, and that's all he's going to do. Okay, so we don't need to worry in this county. However, down in the People's Republic of Eugene, not only did the police say that they were going to enforce it, but get this, folks, they actually gave phone numbers and email addresses that people could turn in their neighbors if they saw that they were having large gatherings for Thanksgiving or other holidays. That's communism. Okay, that's socialism and communism. So if you think that your neighbors are cool, I mean, if, I mean, if you've known them for 25 or 30 years, that's fine. But if they just moved in, be careful. We have a crackpot living across the street. Not going to mention any names, but she uh, she's a, a libtard, and she's lived in very libtard areas. She's lived in Eugene, and um, I told the people I, I live next to the old country store, and and I told people here I said you know you better watch out. I said you don't have to worry probably about customers coming in when it comes to masks. Uh, you don't have to worry about me. You don't have to worry about any of your neighbors except for that one over there. I said, I would not doubt that she's got binoculars out. And she's watching people walk into your store. And if, well, this is before the sheriff came out with his proclamation. But I said, you know, if anybody's going to report on you, it's going to be her. So just be careful, you know. And uh, so everybody's got one. Everybody's neighbor, every neighbor's got one like that. Okay. Um, our, our, especially Oregon. California and Washington are rapidly turning into 1930s Germany, uh, where you can't be your own person, where your neighbors are going to turn you in for the slightest infringement. And if they don't like you, they're going to make things up. So um, just be careful with your neighbors. Be careful with uh, uh, people that you don't know. Um, That guy that's coming (laughs) Uh, to inspect your roof might actually be a um, a cop, you know. It might actually be somebody that's coming to see if when you walk through the store next door if you wear your mask. You know, not here, but I'm just using hypotheticals here. But um, it's it's really coming down to um, a Gestapo kind of mentality in many of the urban areas, especially of our country. Um and it's it's going to get ugly because if you if you look at what they did to informers after World War Two, <laughs> um, there there especially in France, um, there were a lot of people that informed on their neighbors because they wanted to be they didn't want to be prosecuted and they, they were probably Nazis and they probably hated Jews. So they had no problem uh, informing on their Jewish neighbors as well as their Christian neighbors. Uh, but when the war was over and the Allies had won and freedom was again was again in Europe, um, those people were many times beat up, killed, 
and everything else. So um, don't be surprised if there's people that are around you. I'm not trying to instill a paranoia fear into you, okay? You know your neighbors. You know the people that are around you. You got new people moving in. Be careful. Okay, just be very, very careful. Okay, I don't want to see any of you go to jail or anything like that. Um, you know, a lot of us, a lot of the listeners here live out in the country or have access to homes out in the country. Um, and I would, I would um, urge you that if you have a country home somewhere, say you live in a city, let's say you live in Philadelphia, and you got a cabin somewhere in the Alleghenies. Um, I would advise people, if you can telecommute especially, go there, stay there, get enough food to keep yourself going. If you're in that kind of community anywhere around that kind of area, you're going to find places where you're going to find food anyway. It's the cities that are going to turn into a hellhole. And um, so just if you live in the cities and, and you got relatives, maybe you can go live with relatives outside the city. Um, especially, I don't know, maybe from December 1st, it would be a good, good, good way to get to be with your relatives anyway. Um, you'd have to violate quarantine orders, of course, but, um, or gathering orders, I should say, or gathering mandates or dictates or whatever you want to call them. They're not laws. Um, but, uh, it's a heck of a lot better than, getting your house broken into and getting murdered by a, by a mob of people that are pissed off because Trump won the election. And, um, and it wasn't supposed to be that way because the press has been lying to him. Um, there used to be a Jewish proverb that said all doctors, even good ones are going to hell. Um, I can't remember who wrote that, but, um, I think that we should substitute journalists in there. Um, there are some, some good journalists, and I just read articles from some good journalists, but for the most part, mainstream media is lost. It's gone. Um, it'll be destroyed in the Civil War, and it won't come back. Um, it'll be replaced, but it won't come back. And um, the sooner the better, as far as I'm concerned. Um, if you're one of those people that watches Fox News and thinks that you're getting the news, uh, you're not. Um there's, I can count on my one hand, I can count with three fingers people I trust on, well, four. Um, the guy that was interviewing um, Sidney Powell. God, I can't remember his name. He's an older fella. Uh, Tucker Carlson, I think, is a patriot. I think uh, Sean Hannity is and Laura Ingram. Aside from that, the rest of them are, are going the way of uh, CNN. So if you want a news outlet, go to Newsmax. They're pretty good so far anyway. And um, OAN are the only two I think that you can probably trust. For God's sake, stay away from the Drudge Report. used to be reliable news. Now it's garbage and lies. Um, so those things haven't been said. And, and now knowing about the Kraken and that things are going, um, I don't know. Every time I get a little despair that, you know, we might be hearing the term President Biden for the next 8, 12, 15, 20 years. Um, uh, he's not going to be alive that long. It would probably be more Harris. But um, 
you know, it just bothers me. But every time I do, I hear something like this, like I presented to you tonight about the Kraken. And um, it gives me hope. And just knowing that Trump hasn't conceded, and that Trump is uh, fighting this thing gives me hope, too. So this is nothing new, folks, either. This happened a couple times back in the early 1800s. I think John Quincy Adams was one of the men that uh, had to do this. And uh, Jefferson was the other one, if I'm not mistaken. So it's happened before and it's happening again. Um, so just uh, just be careful. Keep your powder dry. Um Make sure you have enough food stocked up for, for at least a week, maybe. And um, just uh, pray a lot. I was reading uh, Daniel 9 and um, read it online the other day, as a matter of fact. And uh, Danny was praying and he was interceding for his people. At the time, uh, Israel had been uh, conquered and it had been um, exiled to Babylon. Um for, for the sins of idolatry and for um, and for not keeping the Sabbath. That was a big one with, with Yahweh. You kept the Sabbath or else. And um, and they were determined to be there for 70 years. And the prophets even said that they'd be there for 70 years. And um, so Daniel was interceding and supplica- supplicatory prayer for, for the people of Israel, um, you know, confessing that uh, the people were wicked and, and uh, that they needed forgiveness and asking God to forgive the people. And I think that uh, you and I and other listeners to this show and other believers, I need to start doing that because um, I think Trump was allowed to get into office to bring a revival into this country, not just a political revival, but a religious one too, a Christian revival. And it hasn't happened. If anything, people have gotten more greedy and worse. And um, if you if you know anything about the character of Yahweh, he puts up with this stuff for so long, and then all of a sudden uh, um, he lowers the boom. And I don't want this to be the time he lowers the boom. So if we can just concentrate prayer. If you fast, if you can fast, do it. Um, some of us can't. We have medical conditions that won't allow us to do that. Um, but uh, we need to get serious about praying for, for God to, to heal our land. Um, let me look see if I can look it up real quick and maybe it'll be the closing scripture um, let me see bear with me folks I always go to Blue Letter Bible just type in if my people okay here we go first one that came up it's in Chronicles. We should um, do a Deuteronomy one one day and you'll see how far we've strayed away. Um, let's see. Actually, the whole last part of it. Okay, yeah. Oh man, the whole the whole chapter is really good. Because um, it's a it's a whole chapter of supplication. 
uh, Solomon is, is praying over the temple uh, that was just created and he's consecrating it to the Lord or Yahweh. I'm trying not to use that expression anymore because Lord means Baal and Baal is a false god. Um, I'm going to read the whole chapter. I got time. It's my show and I'm doing it. Second <laughs> um, Chronicles 7. Starting at verse 1, now when Solomon had made an ending to the end of the praying, the fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices, and the glory of the Lord filled the house. Man, I'd be love to be able to go back in time and see that. Oh, and the priest could not enter the house of the Lord because the glory of the Lord had filled the Lord's house. <sighs> Sorry, I'm getting a little emotional. I'd love to see that happen in modern day America. And when the children of Israel saw how the fire came down and the glory of the Lord upon the house, they bowed themselves with their faces to the ground upon the pavement and worshiped and praised the Lord, Yahweh, saying, For he is good and his mercy endureth forever. Then the king, which was Solomon, and all the people offered sacrifices before Yahweh. The king, and King Solomon offered a burnt sacrifice of twenty and two thousand oxen, twenty-two thousand oxen, and a hundred and twenty thousand sheep, so that the king and all the people dedicated to the house of God. He he sacrificed for the whole of, of all the people. And the priests wanted waited on their off. Uh, and the priests waited on their offices. The Levites also with instruments of music of Yahweh, which David the king had made to praise Yahweh because his mercy endureth forever. And David praised by their ministry, or in other words, he sang along in worship. And the priests sounded trumpets before them, and all of Israel stood. Moreover, Solomon hollowed the middle of the court that was before the house of Yahweh, and there he offered burnt offerings and the fat and the fat of the peace offerings, because the brazen altar which Solomon had made was not able to receive the burnt offerings and the meat offerings and that of the fat. And at the same time, Solomon kept this, the feast seven days, and all of Israel with him, and a great congregation from the entering of from the entering in of Hamath unto the river of Egypt. Oh, my goodness. Talk about a revival. And in the eighth day, they made a solemn assembly for they kept the dedication and the altar seven days and the feast seven days. And on and on the three and twentieth day, the twenty third day of the seventh month, he sent these people away to their tents. Glad and merry in the heart for the goodness of Yahweh had shown unto David and Solomon, and Israel, his people. Thus Solomon finished the house of Yahweh and the king's houses and all that came into Solomon's heart to make in the house of Yahweh. And in his house, he prospered, he prospered, affected. Okay. And the Lord appeared and Yahweh appeared to Solomon by night and said unto him, I have heard thy prayer and have chosen this place for myself as a house of sacrifice. And if I shut up heaven, that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, 
or if I send pestilence among the people. Does that sound familiar, folks? If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Now my eyes shall be opened and my ears attend unto the prayer that is made in this place. For now I have chosen and sanctified this house that my name may be there forever and my eyes and my heart shall be there perpetually. And as for thee, if thou wilt walk before me as David thy father walked and do according to all that I have commanded thee and shall observe my statutes and judgments, then I will establish the throne of thy kingdom according to as I have covenanted with David thy father, saying, There shall not be not fail thee a man to be a ruler in Israel. But if you turn away and forsake my and forsake my statutes and my commandments, which I have set before you, and shall go and serve other gods and worship them, then I will pluck them up by the roots out of my land which I have given them, and this house which I have sanctified in my name will I cast out of my sight, and will make it to be a proverb and a byword among the nations. And this house which is high shall be an astonishment to everyone that passes by. So that he shall say, Why hath the Lord, why has Yahweh done this unto this land, unto this house? And that shall be answered, because they forsook the Lord, they forsook Yahweh, God of their fathers, which brought them forth out of the land of Egypt, and laid hold on the other gods, and worshipped them, and served them. Therefore he hath brought all this evil upon them. So you see, folks, there's a cause and effect. And we need to pray that, first of all, that God would heal our land, but also that um, that there would be a revival in the hearts of people. Revival starts in every single person. There's, there's no mass revival. It turns into a mass revival when a mass of people who have been revived all get together. But revival starts in each individual heart. And that's what we need in this country. We need to ask Yahweh to forgive us. This country has done things that are more wicked than Israel ever done had ever done. And Israel was still God's chosen people and still is. And we have been called out by God. This country has been known as a Christian country, Christian nation for many years. So we are called by his name. So we need to humble ourselves and pray and to seek his face and to turn from our wicked ways. And if you're a believer and you don't think you have wicked ways, then you need to sit down and have a good session with the Lord, with Yahweh, because if you're in his flesh, you have wicked ways. Um, he will forgive their wicked ways and hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. And we need a big healing in this land. And I think the righteousness that we saw coming while Trump was president the first time will be repeated. But it won't be repeated if we don't repent of our sins and ask for forgiveness. And ask for God to heal our land. So the plan will work. The plan will succeed. But the plan will only succeed if the hearts of men like you and me, 
come to him humbly and ask for him to forgive not just me and you, but forgive the sins of our entire nation. And that means forgiving the sins of the abortion doctors and forgiving the sins of the uh, the people in the deep state, even though he knows who to forgive and not to forgive. We need to ask for the forgiveness. We're, we're not little gods. We don't know what's going on. He does. But when he, before he ascended to heaven, Yeshua said, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel, making disciples of all nations. He didn't pick one and leave the other out. He said all the world. And he, he says again in scripture to preach the gospel to every creature. Does that mean your dog, your cat? I don't know. But I do know it means every every person that walks on two legs and can talk and reason and is human. And even those who may not be human but are in the guise of humans. Because on the last day, there's not going to be anybody that's going to be able to say, I never heard the truth. All because you and I go out and tell everybody the truth. It'll be It'll be known. So anyway, I I don't want to get into a big preaching session here, but we do need to pray. And um, we need to intercede for our country, just as Aunt Dandy was interceding for Israel while they were captive in Babylon. And he, man, he received the prophecy for that, that actually told the exact day that Yeshua was going to be crucified on the cross. So there are rewards for praying. But uh, the biggest reward would be um, justice in this land um, and that all unrighteousness will be removed and all unrighteous people will be removed or they'll repent and be forgiven. So, okay, those things haven't been said. I think I'm going to close out the show. We've been on for an hour and 50 minutes. I am going to. I don't know, maybe tomorrow sometime I'll try to get on and do my little thing about um, what the Gematria says about some person that's very prominent in our society nowadays, and uh, that being Adam Schiff, and uh, you will not be surprised, I'm sure. So, in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, I pray blessings upon you. I pray that you are, uh, that... uh, You are given all that you need. Not all that you ask for, but all that you need. And that he will grant you peace, love, and joy. And those things will carry you through these difficult days. And that he will provide you sustenance as as he sees fit and as you need. Again, in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we ask this of the Father, Aravino. Amen and amen. Good night, folks.